right, everybody, here we go. Welcome to the first Ethan's Motion Picture Show episode, my brand new podcast. If you guys are here from ETL Productions, my main LEGO YouTube channel, my main thing that I do online, I would like to welcome you and thank you for finally checking this out. I am so excited to get this podcast running and hopefully it ends up being pretty successful. And I am pretty excited to start this up. If you're new here, this is pretty much a podcast where I just talk about movies that I'm interested in, whether it's movie news, movie reviews, whatever it is, it will be uploaded to the ETL Productions YouTube channel as a video if you're viewing that right now, just like this, but it will also be available on Spotify to listen if you're just doing chores around the house, playing a video game, whatever you want to do, you can have it on in the background if you want to hear my opinions about movies. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and kick off this first episode with a movie that I'm actually kind of interested in, Uncharted. Uncharted is doing pretty well at the box office, and I'm actually pretty excited to see this movie. I haven't gotten around to seeing it yet, I'm planning to check it out sometime soon. Now I've never played the games, but it's looking like it's doing pretty well right now. It's getting close to the predicted $51 million US opening, which is doing a pretty decent job and it looks like it'll be an alright video game movie um, it's it's doing pretty well at the box office but on Rotten Tomatoes it's not looking too great we have a currently 39% rotten rating on Rotten Tomatoes with 183 reviews from critics and a 90% audience score with over 1,000 verified ratings so that's a pretty big divide it turns out audiences are actually really enjoying this movie Critics, not so much. I'm guessing this movie is not going to be as great as the video games. The video games are already very cinematic from what I've seen, which I think is the biggest problem with this movie. The video game itself is already cinematic, it's already movie-like, I think that's kind of the reason it became so popular, was because it felt like a movie as a video game. So creating a video game that feels like a movie and turning it into a video game movie it may not work out too well. I know there's been a ton of controversy over Tom Holland playing the main character Nathan Drake. He's supposed to portray a younger Nathan Drake, which I understand, but I don't really see him growing up to be this super tall guy. It's kind of a uh, Jack Reacher situation, if you know what I'm talking about there. The newer TV show looks a lot more like Jack Reacher and how he's portrayed in the books compared to... Um, I can't remember his name from the Mission Impossible movies, who plays Ethan Hunt, and he's a lot shorter than Jack Reacher, so that becomes an issue a lot of times with adaptations where a lot of people don't agree with the actor's portrayal or just the way they look. They don't feel like the character, but I'm fairly excited for it. I like Tom Holland. I like what he's done. I've only seen the Spider-Man movies from him, but from what I've seen from the Spider-Man movies, I've enjoyed him. Actually, I've seen, um, oh gosh, what it's called. It's one of the most forgettable Pixar movies, in my opinion, onward. I have seen that one, and I think he did decent in that one. He didn't do too bad. He definitely has certainly a bright future. It's kind of crazy to see on the poster him being above Mark Wahlberg, which is kind of crazy. Mark Wahlberg's been in the film industry for a while now. He's a pretty big A-list actor, and to see such a young actor, Tom Holland, all the way at the top, I think is really cool. I'm into all these action-adventure flicks, so... Clearly, I think I'm going to enjoy it quite a bit. I'm hopefully going to see it tomorrow, as of the time of recording this. But yeah, it seems like audiences are enjoying it as a basic action-adventure flick, but as an Uncharted film, the critics aren't liking it. So, that's pretty interesting, but I'm happy to see it doing well at the box office, especially with essentially a four-day President's Day weekend. Next up on the news, our next topic for today is that we are confirmed to be getting 
a Despicable Me 4. Despicable Me 4. With a release date, July 3rd, 2024. I loved the first one growing up, but now I feel like the franchise is kind of running dry. It's pretty much becoming the Ice Age franchise for Illumination where they just can't stop making movies. They have a one-hit wonder and they just keep going. I'm not a fan of Illumination really at all. I don't think they're that great of an animation company, even compared to DreamWorks, which has had a lot of hit and misses. I think DreamWorks is significantly better than Illumination. I think one of Illumination's few decent movies is the first Despicable Me, but now it's just... It's, I think it's gone too far, and this will technically be the sixth movie in the Despicable Me franchise if you include the two Minion spinoffs. And that second one is releasing in July. It's gone through a two-year delay, which is insane for an animated movie. It's gone through two summers without being released, and this summer it's finally going to be released, which is kind of crazy. I'll probably end up checking it out just because I'm invested enough in this franchise, even though I really dislike it similar to Ice Age. I'm probably going to check it out at the theaters? I don't know, but I certainly don't think this movie should happen by any means. <laughs> I'm, I'm not remotely really excited for it at all unless they just have something really interesting going for it. I thought Despicable Me 2 was an alright sequel at best. Despicable Me 3 was where it really went downhill. I think Minions is where it went downhill at first, but then Despicable Me 3, I liked it better than Minions, but Man, Despicable Me 3, it, it was just alright. I mean, he's got like, Gru's got like a twin brother now. I don't know what they're going to do to make it remotely interesting, but I know kids will definitely go out to see it. It's a big moneymaker. Minions will forever be popular. I'm expecting Minions Rise of Gru to make quite a bit this summer, and I can expect Despicable Me 4 to make quite a bit next summer. So, yeah, now that we've gone through that, there is a new Looney Tunes movie that is going to be coming out. I don't know when. Um, I don't think it was revealed when exactly this will release. Production is due to begin in late March in New Mexico. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, this will be a live action CGI hybrid similar to what we've seen in the past starting all the way back in Space Jam. So expect Wile E. Coyote to be kind of similar to what we saw in Space Jam A New Legacy and it's going to be called Coyote vs. Acme. It will have Dave Green says the director known for directing Earth to Echo and the second live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Two films I'm kind of just meh on. They're not very great movies. They're very much C movies, so who knows how that'll end up. I'm interested. I like Looney Tunes, so I think this could be interesting. And to have John Cena in it, He's proved time and time again that he is an A-list actor now, and people do like him. I mean, in the Suicide Squad, people really loved him. Peacemaker did incredibly well. Now that it's finished, it's already set for season two. He was in F9, The Fast Saga, the ninth Fast and Furious movie. Like, it's obvious that people are starting to really enjoy this actor, and it's no wonder that they hired him. So, yeah. Um... And Chris Defaria and James Gunn are producing. I'm not surprised that James Gunn is involved with this movie, considering his connection to, you know, the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker and all that. So I'm not surprised there. But once again, according to The Hollywood Reporter, the feature will tell the story of a down-on-his-luck human attorney who takes on Wiley as a client in his suit against Acme over its defective products, only to discover that his boss at his former law firm is representing Acme. So it looks like John Cena will be the main villain for this, which I think could be very fun, similar to Jim Carrey in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I think he could be 
amazing if he gives it his all, and I think it could be actually a really fun movie that could actually be a decent CGI and live-action hybrid movie. There's not a ton of them. They're just absolutely amazing. Neither of the Space Jam movies have done amazing. Looney Tunes back in action. They've never been just movies that people absolutely loved, except for the first Space Jam, which even then, it's not like the most extravagant, amazing movie. Michael Jordan obviously wasn't an actor, and it it wasn't a perfect movie. It wasn't a great movie by any means. It's just got a great legacy behind it, and it's just a fun movie. And I hope that's what they go for. It's just a fun movie that won't be very forgettable. <laughs> so yeah, production is due to begin in late March in New Mexico. And I think this could be a really fun time. So now on to our next piece of news. It seems that we are going to be getting a Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, which is pretty crazy. Third Sonic movie has been announced ahead of the sequel, releasing soon in April, which I'm very excited about, along with the spin-off Knuckle series starring Idris Elba releasing on Paramount Plus. So Paramount this week has a huge Paramount this week had a huge investor day revealing a ton of the upcoming projects that they're going to be releasing within the next couple of years, and by far the one that I'm most excited for is Sonic 3 and um, the Knuckles spin-off series. Now, I enjoyed the first installment that released in 2020. I thought it was a pretty good video game movie, kinda. It wasn't a great Sonic movie. It didn't feel like a Sonic video game. It was a road trip movie with Sonic, ironically. The fastest video game character known to man goes on a road trip adventure. But what it did really well is it did a road trip buddy adventure really well. It didn't do a Sonic movie really well, but it did a buddy road trip adventure really well, starring Sonic. And I think that's going to be a similar situation to Uncharted. It does a good action adventure movie, but it doesn't do a good Uncharted movie. It just happens to be in the shadow of a previous video game that a lot of people really, really love, which I think is the biggest problem with video game movies. They go with a certain format for the movies. But it's under the pressure of being a Sonic the Hedgehog or an Uncharted movie, and it it can kind of be the reason that people dislike it. But for me, I really enjoyed the first one, and the reason I'm excited for the second one is because it looks more like a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It seems there's a bigger adventure, Jim Carrey is back, he seems like he's going to have a more prominent role as the villain. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed Jim Carrey as the role in the first one. So. The upcoming sequel does look promising to me as a Sonic movie, and I think this will be a really fun franchise. Idris Elba as Knuckles just seems so fun. I'm just really excited about it. I, I don't know about you guys, but I enjoyed the first one enough to where I'm actually excited for the second one, which I, I think that's really great for Paramount to actually make something that people enjoyed and make even more sequels, and hopefully it's not just an easy cash grab. and. I'm hoping that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 doesn't disappoint me, otherwise, I don't know how excited I will be for Sonic the Hedgehog 3 or the Knuckles spin-off series. So yeah, what do you guys think about Sonic the Hedgehog? What do you guys think about the first movie? I'm very interested to hear your guys' thoughts. And as we are closing here, this is a pretty quick first episode, just testing out to see how well I'm doing here. The final piece of information we have is Stranger Things Season 4 finally has a confirmed release date. This week was amazing for Stranger Things fans. I've been a fan of it since Season 3's release back in July. Me and my dad binged through all the seasons through the summer and the fall. I really enjoyed almost every season. Season 2 was just alright, but I still enjoyed it quite a bit and I think the characters are so well done there's such good directing such good editing such good sound design like 
it's such a good series and I'd pretty easily say it is my favorite TV show. And there's so much information, so I'm just gonna read the note from the Duffer Brothers that was posted on Instagram this week. If I can pull it up real quick. Okay, so it says, hi nerds, do you copy? It's been a little while. With nine scripts, over 800 pages, almost two years of filming, thousands of visual effects shots, and a runtime nearly twice the length of any previous season, Stranger Things 4 was the most challenging season yet, but also the most rewarding one. Everyone involved is incredibly proud of the results, and we can't wait to share it with you. Given the unprecedented length, and to get it to you as soon as possible, Season 4 will be released in two volumes. Volume 1 will release on May 27th, Volume 2 will release five weeks later on July 1st. So that's the good news, it's coming soon, and it's bigger than ever. It's also the beginning of the end. What do I think about this? Gonna cut it off midway through. I think this is a great idea. I don't know if Netflix... I haven't had a Netflix subscription since Stranger Things. I don't know if they've done this before with Netflix releases for TV shows where they split it into two if it's a very long season. But I like this idea. I think it's pretty cool. It gives people a chance to catch up with half of the season before it continues just a little over a month later, close to a month-ish. So I think this is a great idea and I'm very excited for it. And I know once I binge the first part in one day, I will have to wait a month for the next part of the season and it's going to be so frustrating, but I think it'll be great for people to catch up. But anyways, I, I'm, I'm very excited for it. I mean, the, unpre the unprecedented length what did it say? It's um, a runtime nearly twice the length of any previous season. That's what that's what gets me the most excited. It's not necessarily that it's split into two parts. It's that we're getting a lot of Stranger Things content for one season, which man, I'm excited about. It, it's it's going to be hours of content. It's going to be it's going to be fantastic. Okay, so in continuing here, it's also the beginning of the end. Seven years ago, we planned out the complete story arc for Stranger Things. At the time, we predicted the story would last four to five seasons. It proved too large to tell in four, but as you'll soon see for yourselves, we are now hurling towards, hurtling, my bad, toward our finale. Season four will be the penultimate season. Season five will be the last. Now, there are still many more exciting stories to tell within the world of Stranger Things. New mysteries, new adventures, new unexpected heroes. But first, we hope that you stay with us as we finish this tale of a powerful girl, power, powerful girl named Eleven and her brave friends, of a broken police chief and a ferocious mom, of a small town called Hawkins in an alternate dimension you know known only as the Upside Down. As always, we are grateful for your patience and support. Over and out, Matt and Ross. Season 5 will be the last season. I kind of expected this, but I was really hoping that season 4 wouldn't be the last season because I think 5 seasons is a good number to round out a TV show in my opinion, and I think this may be a very emotional season. I don't know what's going to happen, I don't really have a whole lot of predictions for it, based on the posters it looks like that the Upside Down will be open across the earth, like the world, because you see in one of them you can see Murray, Joyce, and Hopper in Russia and you can see a gate to the Upside Down so I think there will be multiple gates throughout both America and Russia so all the characters will be linked together in the end in the Upside Down and that's pretty much my only prediction but I'm very excited for it. If season 4 is the penultimate season, season 5 will be the last. I don't know if season 5 will be as exciting as season 4 considering it is the penultimate season 
But nonetheless, I, I'm crazy excited. I am deliriously excited for this new season of Stranger Things. It feels like it has been a decade since the last season. Maybe that's just me. I know it's only been like two and a half years now, but I, I'm so excited. And I think I forgot to mention um, when both of those parts will release. Volume 1 will release on May 27th, and Volume 2 will release five weeks later on July 1st. So yeah, just a little over a month before um, you get the second part of the season, which, yet again, I'm okay with. So that pretty much wraps it up. We're getting close to 20 minutes on this episode. That's about how long each episode will be, unless I have some guests, some company to talk about this so I can expand my horizons and talk even more. This is just the beginning, and I, I enjoyed it. So if you guys enjoyed this, please stick around for more episodes, for more news and more movie reviews, and hopefully this turns out to be a pretty successful series, as I am very excited for it. So if you all enjoyed this, please stick around for more, and as always, I'll see you in the next one. Ethan out.